and this SEC is pretty wide open. We we were talking about it before we start recording. If you look at like preseason polls, just national polls, you'll see Auburn anywhere from like third, fourth best team in the SEC to down to like six or seven. Like that's kind of where the it's where it is right now. Um, this league does not have like a national like national title contender right off the bat. I think people are pretty on the consensus that Tennessee is going to be really good. And then it's like maybe Arkansas, maybe Kentucky, maybe Texas A&M. A&M brings back a lot of maybe Alabama, um, you know, coming off the, the season they just had and and the roster they've they've reloaded. Um, but like I said, like that's also like Florida's gotten some love as well. There's going to be some really good teams in this league that, uh, <laughs> that, that have to finish in the bottom half. It's going to be another kind of real tight race. And I think Auburn last season grinded, not a word, um, had to grind out their um you know the, their place and uh this year i think any improvement off of that would be a good sign for the program for sure dan general auburn hoops thoughts at the onset of the season well no, i'm i'm optimistic about a team that that can maybe take a step forward offensively from from what the last few teams have had I mean, aside from obviously you had a, a lottery pick in jabari smith that was that was doing what he could and a guy that should a guy that should have been a lottery pick as we saw his rookie year from Walker Kessler. That that's right. I mean the I'm interested to see how the new additions to the team take to the Bruce Pearl school of defense because Great so point. much is so much is expected of Auburn players defensively and you know I I think one thing that might be not challenging but I think one thing that's going to be intriguing over the next few years as college basketball turns into a you know it, it you recruit by catalog right like you know there's so many players in the portal after every season and I think Bruce Pearl and a lot of other coaches are going to be looking for the best high school players possible and they're, they're going to be shopping in the transfer portal a lot and if you're going to have that kind of roster turnover getting maintaining the standard defensively with with these players that you know maybe aren't used to playing Auburn style of defense, you know how does a Chad Baker Mazzara or a Denver Jones take to what Bruce Pearl expects defensively? I think that's going to be something, and and I guess Holloway for that matter too as a five star oh, yeah. incoming yeah. friend. Like how, how do these guys take to to, to Bruce? a smaller point guard? But now as for the league in general, um, one really cool thing about college basketball's postseason is that if you don't have a banner year in the regular season, you have that chance to salvage it. Even if you make the tournament as a nine seed or a 10 seed, you know, you, you can, you can change the narrative of your entire season with a postseason run that UCLA team a couple of years ago mm-hmm. was in the play. was in the play in game and got all the way to the final four. I don't want to discuss what happened in the final four, Justin, but the, the no, no reason in particular, uh, I I thought Juzang should have pulled up and won the game for us there at the buzzer, but he played his heart out that whole tournament. Oh yeah, the, but the, he's clearly you know, that, moved on, folks. That's mm-hmm. a oh man, that was that was a, that was a tough pill to swallow. That was an all you know. I got my hair cut that week. Uh, so <laughs> so anyways, that's it. So, that's it. So so anyways, um, no, so so yeah. If you if you don't have a great year in the regular season, but you still make the tournament, you can you can change the story of your season. Unfortunately. So much is prioritized with the with the tournament that 
if you win a regular season championship or you have a great regular season and then your tournament doesn't go as expected, right. it, can, it can take some of the luster away. And so, yeah, I think this team can contend for the SEC regular season championship, which is, I mean, to be able to say that about a about an Auburn team, it's it still feels a little bit funny because I went so many years not saying that about Auburn when we'd break down the SEC uh, in any meaningful way. And and so, like, yeah, that, that this Auburn team can contend and should be in the top half, uh, I mean, to me, that gives you a fighting chance, not just every week in conference, but, I mean, yeah, let, let's see let's see what happens when that when a team like that gets into postseason play. Charles Barkley had an opportunity to talk to Charles on um, on Monday before the annual Bruce Barkley and basketball event, which is a fundraising event for Auburn basketball over at Grand National in Opelika. Barkley had this quote. He said, quote, it's a great time to be an Auburn fan because, unfortunately, for most of our existence, there haven't been expectations. To get to the point where we're expected to do well, that's pretty cool and special. Like last year, I thought this team good did as as good as they could do, and people were disappointed, which is a good thing. Now we have expectations. Later on, he said, um, "As much as I love Auburn and have high expectations, I never thought Auburn would ever make it to a Final Four ever. And ever since we made it to the Final Four one time, it changed the whole dynamic of the program. Auburn are dis- Auburn people are disappointed when we only win one tournament game. It's a great time. It's like, man, we're really excited about basketball season. No disrespect to anybody, but Auburn has gotten to the point where it's like, wow." If Auburn doesn't go to the NCAA tournament, that's a bad year. That's pretty cool. And it's like we've talked about that a lot where it's like, yeah, the expectations have just shifted so much. Um, I think this basketball team, like if they win the SEC in the regular season, like, oh, man, I mean, that would be it'd be huge. And it'd be you'd feel like you've definitely overachieved and like raise a banner if you win in the SEC tournament, like put yourself in a good position because, like you said, Dan, even if you don't hang a banner in the regular season, which is really the toughest thing to do especially with the way the SEC is, you can make up for it with a hot run in the postseason. That's what, you know, that'll stick in people's heads for a while. You mentioned the defense, and I think just kind of generally at the beginning, um, this team does feel like it has improved on offense. Um, They have, we've talked about it. They've gotten shooters um, out of their, in their newcomers. Um, You know, no disrespect to um, Wendell Green Jr. and Zepp Jasper and Alan Flanagan, who, who are no longer on the team. Uh, not the most efficient three-point shooters, you know, especially last season. Um, Aiden Holloway, one of the best shooters in his class uh, coming out of high school, five-star, you know, McDonald's All-American. Um, Denver Jones, I'm going to tell you, like, again, I don't want to, like, get too far into, like, here's what I've seen at practice because technically we're not supposed to, like, report anything about practice. But I can tell you this. I don't know if I've said it on this podcast. I might have said it on the radio at one point. I can't remember. But – um Denver Jones has some of the best shooting mechanics I've seen from an Auburn basketball player. I mean, he is straight up, straight down, very repeatable shot, very good motion. Uh, Holloway does as well. I mean, Holloway's got a great, got a great flow to his game. But I mean, Denver Jones, what? And, and y'all have seen the, you know, from the summer, the the video of him hitting all those shots from the top of the key in a row. Um, I've I've seen him go on streaks like that in practice um, at different times. You know, here in the preseason, like he he's a special shooter. He's a special talent. He's one of only a handful of guys that averaged twenty points a game last year in college basketball, and, and now he's at Auburn. Um, and then Chad Baker-Mazzara, he's been a dead-eye everywhere he's been, whether that's Duquesne, San Diego State, and then uh, uh, down there in Niceville, uh, where Auburn got him out of junior college. You, you know, Katie Johnson came on strong late last season with his three-point shot, looked better towards the end of the year. Jalen Williams, I think, was a consistent 
three-point threat, even though he didn't pull the trigger a ton from the outside, didn't really hunt his shot as much as maybe he should have at times. Uh, Jani Broom uh, getting better with his shot as well. And so, like, this team has has shot the ball well in the preseason so far. Bruce Pearl saying the other day that the scrimmage they played, they shot 50% from deep, um, and a lot of guys contributed, a lot of guys scored. Great sign. But, as Bruce said, defense. Defense, you got to worry about defense because – all three of those guys I mentioned earlier, these key guys that Auburn lost from last year's team, uh, Wendell, Zepp, and Allen, all three of those guys are good defenders for their position. Zepp was an incredible on-ball defender. Allen was a great great defender, uh, great defensive rebounder as well. Auburn's going to have to replace that. And then I, and then Wendell Green Jr. was a much better defensive guard than people ever gave him credit for, especially for a guy his size. It's going to be an adjustment, um, and they're still learning how to run that system. But as I wrote on Tuesday in the stretch four, Dan, like talking about the defense, I think the good news for Auburn is that they've got a coach where they have just been really good on defense pretty much. Like since Auburn basketball had its breakthrough year and made it to the NCAA tournament and broke the streak, um, you look at Auburn's defense, uh, uh, let's see, over the last six seasons, all, every one of Pearl's teams have finished in the top 40 nationally in adjusted defense efficiency per Kempom. The last two defenses Auburn had, with different types of rosters, different types of star players, uh, top 15 nationally in effective field goal percentage. I will say, like, for me, if you're coming into the season for Auburn and you're thinking, well, the offense should be better, the defense I have questions about, I think you would rather take that than the inverse of that, where it's like, oh, you'll know they'll be really good on defense. Eh, where the shot's going to come from, where the point's going to come from. The fact that Auburn is shooting, I think, a lot better here in the preseason, and they've made those upgrades on offense. Pearl and his staff, like they, they tend to figure it out on defense over time, even if they don't have a Walker Kessler or a, you know a, an Isaac Okoro or even a Zepp Jasper uh, to be kind of the the keystone of that defense. And you know, with with, with Zepp Zepp's out of eligibility, Allen and Wendell decided to, to move on. Wendell's not playing college basketball anymore, right? Wendell, I think, had eligibility went left. pro, yeah. Yeah, just decided not to play anymore, but, but decided not to play college basketball anymore. Um, you know, I think it would be interesting if Allen were still here, you know, what, what, he, would, what he would bring on, on both sides of the ball. Uh, and without Zepp, I, you know, I do wonder who picks up the slack defensively. Uh, Auburn would, would call on Zepp Jasper in big moments to defend uh, the the player with the ball. I, I wonder, you know, who, who's going to be sort of that stopper. Uh, I've I've heard Trey Donaldson has been a very impressive defensive presence uh, around this this off season. So I'm curious if if he's somebody who would who would step up and on the perimeter, right among the among the perimeter mm-hmm. defenders. Like who's going to want to be that guy yeah. who's 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 called upon to be sort of a a lead dog defender uh, with Zepp Jasper no longer on the team. Yeah, and it's like like Chad Baker Mazzara. Um, he's got a ton of length. He's also very skinny. He's just he's light. I mean, looking at him right now, he is currently listed uh, in the uh, preseason um, in the preseason roster at six seven one eighty. Skinny guy. Also, I'll, I will tell you this about Chad Baker Mazzara. Uh, Auburn fans, and we'll kind of break down into him a little bit more when we go position by position. If you're looking for like the new like guy to kind of channel the spirit and energy of Katie Johnson. Chad Baker Mazar is that guy. Um, he is. He's got. He's got some. He's got some maniac to him out there. 
Um, and, uh, no surprise that, uh, uh, I've heard and, and, and seen a little bit of him being pretty close with, uh, with Chad. Yeah. Painter, would you please, please make that point on the air. Uh, Chad Baker, Missouri is essentially my weight. I mean, he's heavier, but he is 11 inches taller than me, which is frustrating. (laughs) So it was a full foot taller than you. Yeah. And like, here's the other thing. Auburn's. A lot of these guys, as I wrote about last week, a lot of these guys have made pretty big differences in their uh, weights this offseason. Guys have gotten bigger, gotten bigger. Jalen Williams, man, Jalen Williams is up by 15 pounds. He looks like a different dude out there. He's a bigger, bulkier guy looking more like a true power forward than we've seen him in the past. Um, it'll be very interesting to see kind of how they go, how all that kind of comes together. But, um, yeah, I, I guess it's just the thing with Auburn is like, We'll see how they do in the season, and they're going to have to put it together, obviously. But early returns are this team should be able to shoot better. This team should be able to play faster uh, with the kind of style of players they've gotten. And you put that together, maybe that can overcome some of the defensive lapses or um, just some of the some of the negatives you might have on that end of the floor early in the season, especially. Um, so that's going to be interesting to track. What what do the what do the numbers say about KD's defense through through his Auburn career? Because he's another guard that I would think maybe yeah. uh, could could take uh, could take on some of that Zep Jasper role uh, if, if if called upon. Yeah, if you look at uh, if you look at KD, um, he 